Hey friends, welcome to the Apologetic Fun in 10 podcast. My name is Alex Davis and I am really excited that you've decided to join me. I am currently pursuing my master's in Christian apologetics at Oklahoma Baptist University and it is through this podcast that we discern what the truth of the gospel is through looking and discussing through some false teachings in our world and church today. Go ahead, join me so that we can defend the gospel together. Hey, hey, well, you've decided to join me again, and I'm really pumped and excited as per usual. We just finished our three-week series on singleness and the ideas that our culture throws at us, but also our church. And now, today on this very day, I would love to talk with you guys about the false perception and beliefs of living our own truth and just doing you. Do you, girl. That's a common phrase. Or, I just live my own truth. Let them live their truth. I want to talk to you guys about the dangers of this belief and what it is and how we can defend it with the gospel. So what we see in our culture, at least what I've experienced, and especially some of our social media platforms, as per usual, or just throughout my days, I will hear people saying things as, you know, well, I just really love the way that he or she just you know, stands boldly and stands firm for what they believe in. Perhaps they're an activist in some sort. Maybe they're doing some really, really good. Uh, but maybe the other person, you know, sees that and applauds that, but they don't do that exact same thing. That could be a small example. And they say, hey, well, they just live their truth. I'm so proud of them. Or we can see in our society where some person has a different idea or has a different desire for sexual relations than another person. And they just say, I just live my own truth. You live your own truth, stay in your yard. It's this constant emergence and this constant feeling of the need to say, hey, don't come at me. I'm living my own truth. And then We can also tie that in with, okay, so I am just going to live in this way. I'm going to just do me. I'm going to be a glutton. I am just going to spend all my money because I deserve it, because I've been working hard this week. And we say, do you, girl? Do you? This ties closely in with this idea of living our own truth. So it's been around for a lot longer than what we perceive. We just think for some reason, we have the best understanding. This is what this ties to. Man thinks that they know best. We have experienced life. We've walked through, you know, a bunch of things. Therefore, we understand all things. We have all comprehension. That's what living our own truth, doing you, is all about.
But I'm here to tell you that <laughs> that is not the purpose of life and that is fleeting. And we do not need to rest in that. So I have four points that I want to share with you guys today. There is one truth, number one. God predestines all things, number two. Three, we do not comprehend all the things of God. And four, we are not our own. This will all point us to the end goal of of the gospel is the one truth. So there is one truth. John 14, 6. Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. John 8, 32. And you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. 2 Timothy 3.16, all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. Why is it important for us to know these verses and know the context? Because there is one truth, the one truth of God, the truth of the gospel, the truth of Christ, that he came, gave his life so that we might live. And resurrected so that we might live with the Holy Spirit, with redemption, with grace over our lives. This is the one truth, the truth of the gospel, the truth of the creator of the universe. This is how we might live out our lives. There is no individual truths. There is but one. Number two, God predestines, Ephesians 1.5. He predestined us for adoption as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will. Romans 8.29 through 30. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. So I'm not going to get too much into like the ideas of predestination. That's not what that's about. But it's about how God foreknows, foreknew, foreknew. He knows all things coming into accordance of his plans. We can't live our own truth and then come to the recognition of, oh, well, I know what's going to happen. I have an extreme amount of wisdom. Therefore, I know what all things will be taking place. I have the ability to muster up all the things and, you know, manifest my own reality. No, sis. No, bro. You can't do that. God predestines. God knows all things. Then we have number three. We do not comprehend all the things of God. God, how difficult your thoughts are for me to comprehend. How vast their sum is. If I counted them, they would outnumber the grains of sand when I wake up. I am still with you. Psalm 139, 17 through 18. That's one of my all-time favorite scriptures. I just love Psalms 139. Guys, we cannot comprehend the things of God. God knows and created and constructs all things like we touched on. And he completely and solely forms and compels us to walk in this humility Our world tends to throw at us that, well, we can comprehend all things. Therefore, we will make our own path. We will make our own way. And number four, we are not our own. 1 Corinthians 6, 19. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own. We are not our own. These bodies are temples. Maybe we don't treat it like our 
beautiful temple inhabiting the Holy Spirit because non-believers do not get that opportunity to withhold the Holy Spirit, but we get to be examples of what that is, which is the temple of the God most high. We are not ourselves gods, but we are not our own. We were not created in our own image. We were created in the image of God. Therefore, we cannot attain and create our own truth because we are not our own truth. We are wavering and sinful humans, and we will forget what we learned yesterday and think that we can create a new truth today. Well, whether or not you agreed or related to a lot of what I just spoke about, I'm sure you related at least a little bit. It's pretty prevalent in our culture. I just recommend that you yourself just dig into scripture and possibly click on some of the resources that I've listed in the info. Walking in a better comprehension and understanding of the truth of the gospel is so important in order that we can put this false belief of living our own truth to death because it is damaging. It's a false idol as there are false idols running around rampant everywhere. I'm looking forward to talking to you guys next Friday. If you would love to stay connected, there's info below. Check out any of those resources. I do have a new devotional that is fully published and available for purchase. It is called Born to Create, and I would love it if you joined me and decided to check it out. I'd love to hear what you think. I got to publish it with an incredible publisher in Edmond, Oklahoma, Theophania Media, and we had a lot of fun creating this. So please check it out, and I look forward to talking with you soon. (laughs) Bye, guys.